Hi, welcome back to God of Onions. I am Hiral Mehta, your host. After a short break, we are back with new, exciting interview with the most creative people that I'm sure you guys are intrigued about. So, if you guys are here, let me introduce myself. I am Hiral Mehta, your host. I am a contemporary artist and the owner of my brand, House of Hiral, and your host and founder of God of Onions. So today we have the most amazing and creative people in the music industry, Rusha and Blitza. This week, we are really, really, uh, you know, honored to have them on our platform. And they are the most internationally acclaimed musician duo expressing their talent and love for music. Their EP Mudra was a massive hit amongst the population. And the music is perfect balance of Indian folk intervened with electronic in just the right way. Purush Kumar, Rusha and Aman Khare Blitza have blessed the world of music with their sound and we are so grateful to get the chance to interview them today. So guys, let me add them to this live. Hi, hi, Porush. Hi, uh, Aman. I'm so sorry. You guys are known as Rusha and Blizza, so it gets a little confusing. <laughs> because uh, all I'm of Porush. Yeah, I'm uh, Rusha and he's Aman Blizza. Lovely, lovely. So uh, it's finally amazing seeing you guys live uh, face to face. And uh, you don't know how amazed or excited I am to be interviewing you all. And I really love your music, uh, the EP Mudra. I think I keep listening to that whenever I work or whenever I just want to, you know, uh, just lose myself somewhere. I think it's very beautiful. I love it. And I'm a fan of you guys. So I'm really amazed to have you guys on my platform today. It's an honor. Amazing. So I'll start with my first question. So my first question to you guys is, Indian classical music that has been remixed in, is quite a new concept. What drew you to explore this genre? So we were always uh, producing more uh, trap beats and experimental future house. So after a point of time, we realized that since uh, we are in India, we are Indian musicians, we wanted to play around with Indian samples, Indian voices, work with uh, Indian uh, vocalists and artists. So that is how uh, somewhere around 2018, we started exploring uh, more Indian music. The Indian ethnic sounds, and then we started incorporating them into our own music, yes, own style, which is more trap, future based, experimental. So that is how this uh, uh, combination of uh, the classical sounds with the future beats uh, came about. Wow, that's quite amazing. And uh, I really love the mix of folk music which you all have with your music. And I think uh, I had also listened to some song, uh, some music which had the Rajasthani folk um, in it. I think it was, um, uh, you know, it starts from C. I don't remember the name. Uh, Chomaso. The Chomaso song. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, that was amazing. I really love that music as well. Yes. So uh, I'll go to my next question then. Uh, how did you organize a way and collaborate your music so that you both like it? 
sometimes i just came up with an idea you know and maybe in a small time of a chart or or a beat something like that then i then i just then i just sent to the coach and was like just he bounces ideas off me so uh, and then uh, later on we idealize uh, sometimes we are traveling so we do uh, zooms we get on regular calls yeah. uh but we connect almost every day and run ideas and strategize on what our next projects and releases will be like uh recently we have been more focused on uh, either producing albums or eps so we try to stick to one concept or one sound for every ep and then play around with it so yes uh, working uh, every single day running ideas and whenever we think of a new beat or a new sample yeah we just record it uh, on the phone we send it to each other so yes that's how we work so we don't necessarily need to be in the studio all the time together to to produce as long as we are just sharing ideas openly and efficiently i think it really works oh wow i think that's quite amazing then i think uh, during covid you all must have managed all of this uh, the best way possible i think Indeed. that's amazing Yes, uh, COVID gave us the most time to uh, work on these projects. Actually, these uh, last few EPs couldn't have come about if there was no lockdown, because that gave us a lot of time to work on these tracks, and that is uh, how all these EPs actually culminated. And also, we are going to release a full-length album and another EP. Uh, of EP Mizra too. Yes. Uh, yeah. so uh even uh, those are complete so now we are exploring our fifth ep uh, in a short while so now we are running ideas for that oh wow uh <laughs> did i hear fifth ep yes we are okay. about to release the fourth one uh, next month so oh. that is uh, ready then we have an album and a few singles a few collaborations which are going to release and finally uh, we will uh, end up releasing another ep uh, early next year yeah wow that sounds amazing i can't wait to listen to them so um i think i'll go to my next question then uh, so my third question is who is your target audience when you create your music and what inspires you to do so our target audience when we create music i won't really put this as a target audience it is more uh, you know it's therapy for us and it is the sounds that we really like and are inspired by the artists we are inspired by mr kamak yes mr the mr kamaks of the world so okay. yes so it is more of what we listen to and what we like and we know that there is always going to be uh, an audience and a market for uh, similar music so we just create what we like and we really put it out there and we hope it reaches to the right audience so we are not uh, targeting any certain audience but we are just playing around and as our music evolves we just hope and uh, we think that it might eventually reach to the right audience i'm sure uh, because if something inspires you i'm sure that it inspires the audience so i think um, that's the best way to go across because i think a lot of artists uh, we know they get lost in between when you know they start creating and they start thinking that you know what what if that person does not like it should we just 
alter it but i think this is quite inspiring that you guys are doing something which you all love and you know with your passion um you know i think people like us we love your music a lot so thank you yeah that's amazing so uh, i'll go to my fourth question then so uh, my fourth question is the music industry in india is heavily dominated with songs from bollywood movies what pushed you to create independent music i think we have always been producing experimental yes and independent and like i said we wanted to create our own space we are agnostic to you know wherever our music is placed it's not that we have anything against bollywood music of course you know once we feel that there is a right project to work on uh, we don't mind uh, but currently you know we need to first create our own sound we need to be sure about what our sound is so that is why i think this process is necessary of us putting out different eps different albums different music and then zero in on what exactly our sound is and what we are most comfortable in and obviously it's uh, uh, constantly evolving right so you know it's very difficult uh, to really zero in on uh, you know a particular sound but uh, yes bollywood is still dominating the scene in india but uh, there is a huge upsurge in the underground scene uh, with a lot of uh, platforms a lot of venues a lot of uh, uh, artists uh, who are coming up in the scene especially during uh, the pandemic and post pandemic uh, there has been a lot of uh, digital consumption and through that uh people in their leisure time or being forced to stay inside have been able to explore uh more of the experimental artists and the underground artists so i think that has uh, really helped the scene and once uh, things have started opening up i think it will now grow organically i'm sure i'm sure but um looking at during this period the way you guys have grown and uh with the way we guys love your music i think it's just another level because you guys have already reached a certain amount of population who love your music so i think that's very very inspiring so yeah i think that's amazing and i'm sure that uh, you know i hope uh, that we see you guys growing already and i'm sure you all are going to reach bollywood as well very soon so yeah amazing amazing so i'll go to my fifth question now um your music is extremely experimental as well what methods do you go about to create it and how do you know when you have found the right music like our music i would probably say it's all about the processing like like forest said like a lot of song designing in it we have we always used to do like Yes, so it's a lot of sound design. We like to uh, use different digital instruments, different VSTs, different live instruments. Uh, layer some vocals on it, and you know, try to create something unique. Yes. So the focus is that in every track there should be some kind of originality and some kind of sound design. so instead of just purely focusing on sampling and layering we like to create and design something and uh, you know with every track every ep every project uh, that is uh, that has always been our focus not that it is completely original it's always inspired 
by a lot of uh, contemporaries and uh, artists that we look up to. But uh, yes, that is always uh, something that we uh, desire to do in every project. That's lovely. And uh, maybe, uh, you know, while you all would be making your music, uh, you know, there would be a certain music or a certain beat which must be motivating you to actually add that to that music or, you know, that certain energy or that vibe. Because, say, for example, when I listen to it, uh, say, for example, when I heard EP Mudra, there was a certain beat which drops and, you know, it starts again. I mean, it's so beautiful to hear that again and again. I think um, the first time when I had heard EP Mudra, I must have listened to it three times again and again. <laughs> because, uh, you know, the vibe, the energy and the way it flows when you listen to it, it's extremely beautiful. So I think um, that's amazing with what you guys have done with, uh, you know, conceptualizing your music with the contemporary music, which all add electronic to it. Yes, so. and you very rightly put it. We also uh, tend to sometimes hear the music from the listener's perspective. And we, after some time, give it a gap and see if there is any retention to the music we have heard or if it still resonates. Uh, with us uh, a few days after creating the tracks and listening to them. So uh, we do not release the music as soon as we create them. Uh, we try to give it a few weeks and keep on listening to it over and over again to see if it really uh, hits the spot, right? And if it really resonates, if it's an earworm, it's not. Uh, you know, if uh, uh, when we are sleep, uh, going to sleep, it still reverberates okay. inside our brain. So. Uh, we tend to go through this exercise with us, with our close associates, with our friends, with our manager. And then we zero in on the tracks, right? Because like for every EP, we have multiple options. We create uh, a lot more tracks than we release. So this is how then we decide on which are the final tracks. Wow. I think um, that's a lot of lots. I mean, that's a lot of hard work and that's a lot of I mean, as you said that, you know, in, when you sleep at night is something where you can just keep listening to that music. I think that must be really crazy. I, I'm sure that there's a lot which goes behind creating something so beautiful. And um, it must be really easy uh, for the audience to listen. It must be very beautiful for the audience to listen and listen to it and very pleasant, pleasant, you know. But to create it uh, with how uh, you have explained that, you know, it takes a lot of time. You actually send it to other people and ask them how they feel when they listen to the music. I think, um, wow, that's commendable. And uh, that's really beautiful and i think a lot of artists go through that so i think that's amazing so i think after what you have said and uh, i would really love to know though it's not in my questions what are the challenges you both have faced um you know reaching at this level and also apart from what you have said what are the other challenges you all face while creating your music I think reaching to where we have reached, it's been a while, it's been over 10 years, right? So, oh, wow. And again, uh, we are just exploring the surface in the sense that, uh, you know, it's just started uh, growing and it's been organically shared. So, of course, it's been a very difficult uh, 
you know, project uh, to manage and to reach the audience. But uh, we wouldn't have it any other way because we never wanted very upfront marketing for our music in the sense that we really wanted the music to speak for itself, right? Uh, we don't want to be the products. We want the music to be the product. Again, nothing against anyone who puts themselves out there. It's just that who we are and what we are comfortable in. So uh, we like being quiet and we like the music to do the talking. And that's just our persona and how we are. And that is what makes us happy, right? So uh, we were never in a hurry. We always thought that if we put out quality, then eventually we will be able to reach uh, the right uh, target uh, audience and the right number of people. And we hope if we keep on improving and we keep on putting out quality music, that uh, more listeners uh, join in and we are able to then uh, cross the borders and then internationally as well. So yes, so that's what we have been doing. I think you all have already uh, gone international. I think uh, you, both of you all are quite recognized amongst the population already. And I think, though, you know, while speaking to both of you all, you guys are so humble. And uh, I'm sure that, you know, even though you all have done so much or reached where you all have reached and recognized by so many people, I think speaking to you all uh, while I'm interviewing you all, you guys are so humble. And I think that's something very commendable and um, very, very inspiring. So I'll go to my last question next. So uh, what was your initial experience starting out in the music industry and what advice do you have for young entrepreneurs? Mm, our initial experience starting out has been uh, more just exploring a lot of sounds. Uh, we started out, out in the wild, wild west of SoundCloud. So, okay. you know, early like 2011, 12, 10, it was crazy, right? Like everyone was experimenting, everyone was uh, putting out crazy beats, sound designing, putting out crazy sounds. So we spent a lot of time researching, listening to other artists. Yes, and everything which was different, uh, we just automatically gravitated towards it. So everything which was experimental uh, always drew our attention. So that is the school we came from, right? Just exploring these artists, creating new sounds, new genres being created uh, right as we were involved in it, right? So through that, we were able to at least have a basic understanding of where we want to place ourselves and what kind of music we want to create. So instead of uh, just following a trend, uh, it was more about learning from so many other great artists and then creating our own uh, unique uh, sound, right? So that's what we are still working on. So uh, that's why we are never swayed by what's hot in the industry or what is really right now trending on the charts, but rather, yes, uh, we would uh, rather uh, be inspired by artists we think are uh, honest to what they're doing and are creating honest music right and that is what we'll focus on and i think that is what we'll continue focusing on and i think yeah. for the uh, artists the up-and-coming artists it's uh, the same that uh, just take a step back and try and first uh, comprehend what kind of sound you want to create 
listen to the right artist because again it is just that uh, instead of just following uh, a trend just try and uh, focus on your own sound uh, your fundamentals the basics and also be inspired by the right people who have a long term vision and who are solid right instead of just following a trend which can disappear uh, dissipate uh, the very next day and right now especially you know when uh, there is this complete lack of attention span and people have very short term memories sometimes a single reel can make a song viral right so instead of just copying that you know tomorrow it can become stale just stay true to your fundamentals stay true to what you're good at instead of just trying to be trending all the time true 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 i uh, totally agree with that i think um, with the way you guys are going i i would li- I like to add something to it uh, that firstly it is um, you know it's basically a journey where you know um, us as artists we tend to inspire we tend to go for a journey which you know makes us find ourselves eventually so that's what i can understand with the way you're like creating your music and secondly uh, just going behind something trending as uh, porush said that um, you know it is at a certain time you get lost there and you know of course when you lost there you would certainly want to get out of it so i think that's uh, very well said so yeah that's amazing so as i am done with my last question i would love to leave it to the audience to ask questions uh, to rushan lidza so uh, i'm sure that we had a lot of qu- questions prior from a lot of people so i would request you all to um, ask those questions again and let me also see on the question section what do we have okay so akalveep asks favorite plunges and sample sounds please favorite plugin like serum plugin sorry about my yeah serum is probably the favorite plugin we use our own sample pack we created our own sample yes we have been working since we have been producing since 2009 we have our own library of uh, sample packs that uh, you know uh, we have just uh, gathered over the years and the favorite plugin will be uh, serum for sure okay that's amazing now we'll go to our next question there was one more which we had lost uh some her name is anu i so resonate this one second yes So our next question from Simran Singh is when is your next single coming out Uh next single I think it will be more of an EP yeah. so we are scheduled to release sometime mid or late next month so we are already done but you know after we are done with it uh, there is a lot of you know we need to work on the album art we need to work on the visualizers we need to work on all the marketing strategy so you know uh, that's why we give it a month after uh, being ready with everything so uh, i think as soon as uh, we are able to find a slot in the distribution network then uh, we'll be releasing our next ep which will be four songs and of course there are a couple of uh, collaborations we are working on which we can't disclose right now so those will also be released later this week 
That's amazing. So Gunjit says, big fan, guys. Looking forward to the new EP. Thank you. Then we have, okay, a lot of people, uh, they seem to be a fan of uh, Mr. Aman. And a lot of people have been, instead of asking questions, they have been saying they are a big fan of Aman. Thank you. So I think a lot of people in the audience love Awesome, good luck. So guys, do you all have any questions for Purush and Aman? We got one question. Okay, someone has asked your snatch for NFT collaboration. NFT collaboration, maybe in the future is uh, actually something that uh, we have not a great understanding of as of now so uh, you know it's something again, new like to first educate ourselves on how exactly it works so after that uh, i think uh, we can explore that i think slow cheetah is asking the question as well yes slow cheetah asks when are you performing in mumbai when are we performing in mumbai and also kasaya is asking when we are going on a tour so i think <laughs> So yeah, a lot of people and friends and our manager has been, he's going to kill us any day now because <laughs> I'm just not ready to perform. It's just that uh, we have since been working on the music, right? We are working on the production. So since we have been out of performance since like 2015, so it takes a lot of effort and time to really get comfortable and used to the equipments and create the right playlists and the right sound. So it's just something that we need some time for. So I think after we are done with our major projects, uh, especially our album. Yes, so after that, I think we will have some breathing space. We will have some time in which uh, we will prepare our uh, sets. We will explore more artists. Again, it is also about listening to a lot of music, right? It's uh, uh, not that we just want to go out and play our own music. So we need to explore a lot, go back to our wild, wild days of SoundCloud and like uh, what we used to do back in 2012, 13, 14, and use uh, a similar thought process, create a, a playlist and introduce new underground artists to our listeners. So I think it will take a couple of months. Lovely. So, uh, Kasaya Music asks, thoughts of future of Asian underground? Thoughts so, of future, uh, yeah, for the Asian underground, right? So, uh, I think uh, the, yes, but uh, for Asia, I think India is doing a lot and South Asia is really coming up and being uh, recognized. And uh, I think even Indonesia, I've seen a lot of artists, uh, you know, who are, uh, using their ethnic instruments, ethnic sounds. So I think it is now this combination of sound design with your ethnic instruments, unexplored sounds. It gives a very haunting and fresh feel to the music, right? And, uh, you know, the African music, the South American music, and some of the other, um, uh, you know, uh, regional music has already been, uh, uh, you know, explored. And it has been sometimes brought to the mainstream, right? And with South Indian music, it's always been very commercial, which was always in the mainstream. 
So I think okay. uh, it's the time of reckoning in which uh, now more experimental music from South Asia is coming uh, about, and people are really playing around with the uh, you know the electronic music with the ethnic. Uh, uh vocals and instruments so i think uh, this is now a turning point and uh the right time for it to also come to the mainstream instead of purely the commercial south asian music which uh, everyone is usually being used to true amazing amazing so i'll uh, go to my next question asked from those i'm sorry if i must have pronounced your name wrong the subesh gupta from where can i learn music like you any good institute suggestion in delhi or mumbai unfortunately we have uh, you know it's been a long time we stopped learning music of course we are learning every day by you know working and also listening to other artists but formerly there was a institute called fenders uh, in uh, shahpur jat in 2007 uh, 8 9 i used to go there learn so that's where i learned music there was mr chintan kalra from parikrama who was my mentor back in the day so that's where i started and first started producing music so since then we are not really aware of what's going on in the scene and with the music education uh, scene and institutes but i think currently uh, there is also this option of this upsurge in online education on zoom culture so many startups uh, who are promoting online education right so now yeah. uh, everyone is like uh, giving a lot of people are giving classes online and uh, either to a group or individuals so i think uh, of course institutes are there but also you can uh, maybe uh, always tune into your uh, favorite artists and see where they are going maybe we might do it one day once uh, you know we are ourselves educated enough uh, about our own music so once the, we have more time uh, we can explore uh, uh, you know giving a couple of lessons ourselves that's amazing that's amazing i see that a lot of you guys i mean lot of uh, the guys here they are your fans wandra manan says my favorite you guys rock hi wandra manan how are you then so many people they are sending hearts and love mad vibe i think um, so this sudesh gupta says that uh, i think uh, the college you all said is closed and he asks please uh, do would love to learn from you so yeah. would do you all uh, teach or do you all uh... no not yet yes not yet but hopefully uh, in the future you know once we are yeah we can do a twitch stream or uh, you know something on insta live uh, later on but i think uh, in a few months uh, just as uh, there are so many projects which are always pending and of course uh, working on the live as well so uh, after Lovely. we are satisfied with where we are i think then we will be able to uh, give some classes because again we need to add some value right we need to bring some value to to the table so unless until we are satisfied with what we are doing and with our sound i don't think there will be enough inherent value in what we teach true 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 um so see ami dhabia hi hi ami how are you um entry in this he says roshan liza one of the best duos 
I'm sure uh, they are. Um, all right. So Sudesh Gupta, he asked again, which DAW do you use? Ableton uh, FL12. Yes. Yes, and sometimes for the vocals, we even go for uh, Logic. So yes, so we play around uh, with our DAWs with our DAWs, but mostly I think we spend time on FL Studio on uh, Fruity Loops is where because we started there, so we are always going back to it. It is uh, considered more rudimentary and people are sometimes surprised that that's how we design, but it's just something we are very familiar with. So that is what we always go back to. And sometimes again, if we need to have something that only uh, Ableton has, we might go to Ableton or we think that the recording of the vocals is better with the logic, we'll go to logic and we'll keep on bouncing projects on each other. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. So I'm going to keep this. Uh, I mean, I'm going to have only last two questions now. So there's a question from uh, Chumkin. Are there any international projects going on? Yeah, international projects uh, in terms of music, uh, you know, uh, collaborations, uh, not yet. We have a few Indian collaborations going on, but in terms of uh, the overall project collaboration, uh, we are working on a video series uh, with a, a dance group in Russia with choreographers, videographers. Uh, so we just concluded the shooting in uh, Russia. So for our next album, there is going to be five wow. uh, It's going to be uh, a conceptual uh, shoot with an entire story with all the five videos being interconnected. Uh, very experimental sounds and very experimental videography, choreography with a lot of great international uh, talents and artists involved in it. Lovely. And N3 Endish asks, how about releasing your own sound packs? Release, yeah, we could do that. We've never really thought about it till now. So thank you for yes, bringing it to our notice. Yes, we do have a lot of uh, samples around us, just about collating it and then filtering through and seeing that uh, uh, what is something that others might be able to use. So yes, there's something we can also explore later on. So yeah, thank you for bringing it up. Interesting. Thank you so much. So Wandra Manan asks, would definitely love something Latin American like Major Laser did a lot in earlier times. Yes. Uh, we what do you all think about American. it? Yeah, we do incorporate some Latin American vibe to some of our music. Uh, so there was a track called Lele in which there were some baile elements uh, into it. Yeah. And even in the next EP, there are some byway elements uh, with some uh, a lot of sound design and layering. So you might uh, like that. We have been a big fan of Bailey Punk for uh, four years. Uh, Sango, uh, an artist by selection, was one of our major inspirations. Uh, so we have been listening to him, and that's why there might be some influence here on here or there. Uh, you might uh, uh, hear in our music. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. I'm, I'm there. yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. No worries at all. So I think that's amazing. And um, I think there's some network issue. Yeah, I think we are back. Uh, can you see us? 
I can't see you all. I can hear you all. Okay. Uh, just uh, a sec. Let me try and reconnect. Sure. Um, hey, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, I see a lot of your loving Rusha and Lidza. Let me invite them again to this live. They went off because of the network issues we've had. Oh my God, there are so many questions. I apologize. No worries at all. No worries at all. I think there are so many questions now while, uh, you know, <laughs> there's a certain time limit for lives, which is one hour. So, you know, I'm generally, you know, in the end of the live, I always get paranoid that, you know, while a lot of, so, um, okay, I'm going to go ahead with those questions anyway. So, um, Suresh Surat Shah, let me pin that comment. He asks, how do you make flute sounds interesting? Like in, uh, Jethana, Mudra and Kaka, please, sir. I am a big fan, a big fan. I'm sorry. There are a lot of, lot of processing in it. Like we have like a one simple snapshot of a flute. Then we just, we just figure out the yeah. melodies and doing and resampling it. It's like yes, running it through different processes. We yeah. then layer some vocals. We just record ourselves in oh, different terms. Actually, upload, but there, there are like a lot of layers. Yes, it's mostly synth and vocals. Yeah. Uh, what you uh, sometimes hear as a flute, and of course, inspired by the great flume. Mostly, we are very uh, honest about our inspirations. So, uh, yes, uh, that is where. Uh, it uh, first came to our notice, and since, since then we have been working on that kind of a sound because we really like it. Lovely, lovely. So I think there have been a lot of questions um, which I have missed. Um, I'm going to only ask relevant questions. Mm, let me go back. Sound packs, yes, your production is too notch. My go-to artist to reference my mixes. I'm not sure if I got that question, but if you yeah. would have. So, yes, your production is top notch. My go-to artist. Yes, uh, you know, uh, that uh, you know when uh, he's mixing, he listens to our music as a reference, which I'm not sure like how uh, accurate that would be because we just do it by the ear. Uh, we do not uh, yet rely on uh, external, uh, you know, uh, hardwares or studios or, uh, you know, professionals. So it's just something, yeah, we digitally process it and whatever sounds right to us. So I'm happy that someone is actually using it as a reference point and, uh, you know, they think it is of that standard and quality. Lovely, lovely. So I think I'm going to go with my last question now because we are running out of time as well. And, you know, the live may end soon with mm -hmm. the time limit we have and, you know, the listener preferences which we have as well. So um, Mahajan Saurang asks, congratulations to all. I have one question. Is there any course so that we can recommend a student to pursue in this field? Yeah, for us, I think for music production, again, we have been here for a while, like we are old now, we started off in 2009, 
so since then, uh, we are not sure if there are any courses yeah. in music production. I'm sure there are with a lot of the, you know, trap, electronic producers giving the online courses, but we just had the trial and uh, fail approach in which we just, uh, you know, uh, learn the softwares ourselves. We just listen to other artists, watch some tutorials, whatever was available online back in the day. There wasn't much, but now I think there is an abundance. Uh, we have not been referring to anything for a while because, you know, we know what softwares, what processes, what DAWs we are using. But I think now uh, there is an abundance, but of course it is always better to pursue a course and be strong in your fundamentals since now the cost has come down and also there is uh, this accessibility and this ability of working remotely. In our time, it was all, you know, personal, physical, right? So I think, uh, uh, sorry for not really recommending anything, but uh, yes, I think uh, it's a very good idea when you're starting off to take a course and be very strong in your fundamentals. Okay, amazing. So um, I think I have got last two very relevant questions, which I'm going to go ahead with. And guys, after this, if you all have any questions, you all can surely ask me offline and I will ask Roshan Blitza and I'll surely, uh, you know, get your query answered. So uh, one relevant question is on average, how much time do you take to make one song of yours? Maybe a week. Yes. Yeah, I think a week would be a good average because, uh, you know, we uh, bounce different versions of each other, right? So, yes, uh, I think it would be a week. Amazing. And the last question from Jits JZ is how do you get the dope Gujarat vocals? Vocal artists are not mentioned in your songs. Please let us know. So how uh, I think uh, we bought some libraries and sometimes even in the libraries they are not mentioned right after you buy them. So uh, in some of the songs we did uh, credit it on YouTube yeah, because you know once we released it we couldn't just edit uh, the credits because it's already been distributed. Mm -hmm. So we uh, sometimes our listeners bring it to our notice. We do go through this process of trying to ask friends in different regions of uh, you know do you have any idea who sang this or composed this but uh, you know we don't have a wide enough network at a granular uh, level in which we are able to uh, uh, get that feedback. But once it is brought to our notice, uh, we do tend to, on, especially on uh, YouTube, where we can edit the, uh, uh, the uh, credits to credit the uh, singers. Like uh, there was Dhanvi Bai, who sang uh, uh, Kaka and Pashigunvan. Yeah, that uh, was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we did credit her there. And it was after multiple people contacted us and we did our own research. Uh, then we were sure that, okay, this is real. And then we uh, ended up crediting. Because again, when you're buying sample packs, we also can't just, uh, you know, once it's brought to our notice who sang it, uh, you know, uh, just end up crediting it. Without amazing. doing our amazing, amazing. So, uh, guys, I'm going to stop taking questions now. Um, but uh, we are really very excited and looking forward uh, for your next EP um, being published soon. And uh, even I can't wait. 
you know listening to your music very soon which is going to be launching very soon i believe uh, would you all have a release date in mind no uh, not, not yet <laughs> but like mid of next month or uh, late next month uh, it, should, uh, it should be released so like Lovely. 3 weeks or 4 weeks at the most amazing amazing so um okay i would love to conclude now uh, looking at the time and as well as uh, you know it was amazing having you porushaka uh, rusha and aman akabliza uh, having you on uh, you know on my platform it was quite inspiring having you all and it was very inspiring for the audience as well a lot of audiences over here with the way they are responding and engaging here i'm sure that a lot people over here are quite inspired from you guys so thank you so much um, being a part of god of onions and uh, i am looking forward to your next ep live very soon and thank you so much guys for being a part of this live thank you thank you so much thank, thank you for everyone that tuned in thank you for thanks to everyone who showed so much love and uh, motivated us and also for all the questions and uh, you know uh, it's a continuous learning process we get to learn from the questions as well and all the best to you and uh, thank you so much for uh, uh, you have great artists in the future who join your podcast and we hope to join it in the future again so it's been a thank you so much i'm looking forward to it thank you so much bye 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 bye, bye.